Mmm, wine. Now that I have your attention, I want to welcome you to our podcast and introduce you to this episode's sponsor, Vinovest. You may know that I grew up on a vineyard, so I was very happy when Winnowest approached us with the cooperation. They enable you to invest in fine wine. You can do this to diversify your portfolio or simply to get to know great wines, since you can get your wine also delivered home to enjoy it. Or you can do both. To learn more, use the link in the description below. Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from Celebrate.io again joined by Chris from New York. Hey Chris, how are you doing? Hey, hello from New York. I'm doing fine. Of course. And uh, while we've been uh, talking through the news before the recording, uh, we actually already he heard the siren. So you're off the hook for a bagel today. By the way, welcome to this month in GSA startups. We did a little rebranding since we're talking such a lot about Germany as well as Switzerland and Austria together called GSA. So that's why we thought we had to adjust the title. Um this recording was done on February 22nd. Uh, February 22nd, 2022. Isn't that a great date? Two, 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 two. Yes, of course. This recording is sponsored by Invest in Hessen and StartupRaven.com. It is also in syndication with our own radio station, Startup.radio, our partner station, IBGR Network, as well as the Fundscene blog. We recorded this news episode as said, 22nd of February, and we bring you everything from Switzerland-based Unicorn, new unicorn, by the way, to a new quick take on delivery pardon the pun we start out with a mega deal <laughs> chris is shaking his head you cannot see him right now uh, he already knows the news behind that we start out with a mega deal in gaming esl gaming is sold for one billion us dollar they based in cologne munich based fintech systems is sold for 120 million euros and aachen based next ego may accomplish the turnaround of the whole year. They're coming out of insolvency and looking to get listed with a SPAC deal at a valuation at approximately 1.5 billion euros. Switzerland has a new unicorn called Scandit. Gorillas wants to buy a French competitor and is thinking about a SPAC deal. Also, we have a large update on neobanks in Germany for you, and they are not all doing well. Let's talk startups. As always, in our show notes, you find an option to subscribe. And big thanks to our enablers. This show was made possible by Hessen Trade and Invest with the brand Invest in Hessen. You can learn more about them here, dub, 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 invest minus in minus hessen.com. We also run a dedicated sub podcast with all interviews and news in cooperation with them. Find them here in the show notes and startupraven.com, the best way to identify investors and cooperation partners for early and later stage startups. Sign up for early access at startupraven.com. Chris, you got some top news, right? 
yes, definitely. And because one thing we were looking at in the past couple of weeks was um, the changes in the probably you could say digital gaming industry. We had the huge Activision deal and uh, we also had a big here in the US and we also had a big deal in uh, Germany in esports to be more precise. And there ESL Gaming, a company based in Cologne, is sold for 1 billion US dollars to the Savvy Gaming Group um, backed by the Saudi SWF. And... Um, to, yeah, so kind of like the state-owned fund, you could say, like the Shikes fund. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's an interesting story because I mean ESL is one of these like hidden champions, and they are the biggest in the world for uh, esports gaming. And um, yeah, so um, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole ecosystem there is going to evolve because I think it is one of the um, it is a really, really cash cow, but if you're not into esports yourself, it's really as if it doesn't exist. Like it's one of these industries that um, I don't know. Like it's very hard to miss out on um, if if you're not into it yourself, and it's not as visible as I don't know. If you don't care about cars, you still are confronted with cars every day. With esports, it's a bit different. Um, we also saw a takeover worth 120 million euros. The uh, Swedish Tink buys uh, the Munich-based fintech systems, which is an open banking service provider for, as I said, 120 million euros. And then we have the story that you already kind of hinted at, that um, there is an, a car manufacturer in Aachen in Western Germany who... Um, just got out of insolvency protection and whose idea it now is to say, let's do a SPAC deal in uh, the first half of 2022 uh, and let's aim at 1.5 billion euros. And it's a real interesting story because it also shows that right now numbers seem to be everywhere all over the board. And especially if you're in a in an industry that comes with a lot of fantasy or potential, like... Um, electric cars still do um apparently you can have the bravery or the self-esteem to aim really high um in the spirit of being a podcast for germany switzerland and austria so for the, all three big language german language speaking countries in the middle of europe we also have a look at switzerland where we see that there is a new unicorn called Scandit. Um, they raised 150 million US dollars um, at a unicorn valu valuation, meaning they're worth more than $1 billion. And uh, the company provides scanner software, for example, for FedEx, Carrefour, um, French supermarket chain, and the German drugstore chain uh, DM, like CVS in the US. We also have gorillas in the news. Um, one of those like turbo delivery um, grocery startups. They are also considering an SPAC IPO according to Deutsche Startups. And they are set to acquire the French rapid delivery startup Frichti. Frichti? I don't know how to pronounce it in, in French. Um, we have news in the new bank section. Um that are being done by Jörn. Exactly. Thank you very much. I I have to admit, I also don't know how to pronounce 
this French startup, but I've never studied any French, so I may be excused. N26 is in the news. Ha, what a surprise. We have some articles collected for you. The leadership team of N26 is still losing people. The COO, Adrian Gromley, is leaving. Um, they are also intending to start, as they say, soon their crypto offering, and they are rumored to use uh, white label the service of Bitpanda. They also indirectly disclose their revenue numbers uh, of premium customers. 45% of their revenues are premium account fees, which leads to approximately 300,000 clients on average. The Berlin-based neobank Vivid raises 100 million euros in venture capital from investors, but not all new banks are doing well. Hamburg-based neobank Remagine has to file for insolvency. First, they wanted to be a bank, a bank for entrepreneurs, and then they pivoted to a green bank, and apparently the investors did not buy in there. Also, there was some extensive there was an extensive article on the new broker unicorn trade republic some interesting facts been revealed in this interview 84 percent of the users are male 47 percent of the users are new to the stock market of which again 50 percent are 18 to 26 years old of the total 70 percent aim for long-term investment so not uh, so not there for trading in and out. 56% actually are not in for the thrill. And in total, the users invest approximately 60% in equities, 26% in ETFs. Uh, in equities, I mean directly owning shares in companies and only 2% in derivatives. The median return of the users has been 7.1%. This is from 2019 to summer 2021. And I have another typical German story, Germany and Telegram. The Ministry of Interior successfully established contact with Telegram Messenger Service and its leadership. Apparently, someone in the ministry googled successfully an email. <laughs> As a reaction, Telegram closes 64 channels after pressure from the German government, including one of conspiracy theorists, uh, theorists Attila Hildmann. Um, I think we talked about him in the past, and he's not that important at all. Housekeeping, time to brag. Guys, it is again time to say thank you to our audience. Actually, we made a landing exactly at top 400, at number 400 in Chartable's Global Business Podcast. Thank you for our audience. There is also a little hint. Currently, our website is doing pretty bad. It will soon be replaced, and we are currently in the process of moving content to Medium. Soon, you will find all our show notes and blog posts on medium.com slash startup rate minus IO. Also, there is a hint at an event. The EU Startup Summit will take place May 12th to 13th in Barcelona. They say, at this exclusive in-person event, we'll be showcasing many of Europe's hardest startups and coming together to learn from some of the most successful European entrepreneurs of our time. There is a special 20% discount for our audience if you use 
one word or capital letters, Startup Radio 20. Note, if you listen to this via one of our network partners, you're also, of course, able to use it. Chris, you got some news on the ecosystem, right? Yeah, so um, yeah, moving on from like the little housekeeping uh, section or bragging section, um, the ecosystem take, always taking a closer look at the uh, different cities in Germany and uh, sorry, that is the hub section. The ecosystem taking a closer look at what is going on overall in the startup scene in Germany. And one thing we definitely see right now is that um, politics gets a lot more involved and becomes a lot more supportive financially even uh, for startups in Germany and Europe as a whole. So um, we had been talking about the 10 billion startup program of the German federal government in an interview in summer 2021. And now we see that there are many, many new programs on the horizon. We have all the links in our show notes, but just to give you an idea, there is the uh, European Tech Champions Initiative, which wants to spend more than 10 uh, billion euros on European startups. There is the Europe's Chips Act to bake in up to 2 billion euros in funding for startups and scale-ups. More about that at TechCrunch. Then there is the German Federal Finance Minister, Christian Lindner, from uh, the pro-business liberal party, um, who sees a prospective startup program of 1 billion euros, um, in which also the government uh, invests in scale-ups. And then there is the European Commission, which adopts uh, the European Investment Council, EIC, work program for 2022, which also unlocks uh, an additional 1.7 billion euros in funding um if you add it up if all these programs go through there will be a funding push of almost 14 billion euros for european startups so a lot of lot of money is being put into the market we also see that the hamburg-based brightpoint capital is in the process of raising europe's largest privately managed umbrella venture capital fund a goal is to get 500 million euros we see Cherry Ventures from Berlin, who, which raised a new crypto fund of 30 million euros after a 300 million euro fund last month. Um, so, yeah, it also seems as if there's someone pretty busy raising funds from a piece. The um, EIF Venture Capital Survey for 2021, we have a link for that uh, in our show notes, gives us additional insights about uh, the VC ecosystem. And uh, in terms of politics, we also see that the digital euro bill due early 2023 uh, will be due early 2023, as is written by Bjarke Smith-Meyer at Politico. Um, this would be quite an acceleration compared with former timelines and um, shorten the whole process by uh, a couple of years. And uh, so, yeah, so the whole topic of virtual currencies in uh, the Euro uh, countries is being emphasized, you could say. And we also had some more sober news, somber news. More than one third of Europe's top VC firms are yet to hire a female partner. Get your head together. Moving on to hubs. And... Um, the idea there always being that there are many deserving startup city and entrepreneurs who will never get a lot of English coverage. And that's why we have this section to highlight many, many of the uh, German interesting startup projects. We start in Frankfurt and with you. 
Great. Thank you very much. Uh, Frankfurt seed funding of 1.1 million was just recently raised by Hired, spelled H-Y-R-D, the Early Career Network. Frankfurt-based Intranav, a specialist for real-time surveillance of production lines and warehouses, is bought by Nasdaq listed in Pixion. The transaction was actually announced by them in early December, but we just found the release on the website this, this month. I mean, better late than ever, right? Um, Frankfurt-based Operations One raises 11.1 million for its software that manages operations and connects workers. Frankfurt-based Helaba, which is a bank called Hessische Landesbank, meaning State of Hessen, they invest in Munich-based impact in the Munich-based impact fund. The European Investment Council (EIC) accelerator invests. 30 million euros in three green startups, including CO2 BioClean from Frankfurt. Note, we'll have an interview with CO2 BioClean coming up pretty soon in our cooperation with Invest in Hessen. We will also have an interview that's already edited with Professor Philipp Sandner talking about stablecoins and the digital euro. Plus, we already have an interview recorded with a political analyst talking about the new government of Olaf Scholz and their position on startups. Right now, it's a little political, a little bit high level, but we'll do a follow-up soon. And of course, they'll all be released pretty soon. Talk about my native city, Mainz, via Campo Group. It's an online retailer of wine. Mm. Um, they made an exit 2021. The company that bought them went public and now they it was disclosed that was worth 125 million euros. Darmstadt, a little bit to the south, TU Darmstadt wants to become a startup investor with their program IP for shares and it already started with a fusion energy startup. Um, let's talk a little bit more south. Waldorf, SAP buys Taulia and becomes a competitor of banks like Deutsche Bank. And the last story for me in hubs, Heidelberg, KKR and other investors have channeled approximately 800 million euros, rule of thumb, 900 million US dollars in UNSA, formerly known as Heidelpay, a payment app from Germany. But there is not a lot to hear and find out about them, but we'll keep track on them. Chris, you got some more news about other cities, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. And first, some uh, minor additions like TU Darmstadt is actually a university um, which tries to start a startup investor, uh, or try to turn itself a bit into a startup investor. And then SAP, um, I think a lot of people in business know it anyway because they have these insanely successful uh, software. But it's also considered one being like a real um, epitome of German um of German business culture of the last couple of decades, but at the same time being really big and blue chip-ish. So it's really interesting, I think, to see institutions like these look more and more into the startup space. And it all just goes to show that um, I think overall the German business sphere becomes, um, or even business and societal spheres become more and more comfortable in dealing with 
the uh, startup world, you could say. So it's little signs everywhere. Um, Dresden, in uh, um, the uh, eastern part of Germany, there is Wandelbot, uh, which raised uh, 84 million in a Series C funding. It's a robotic software company making industrial robots accessible for everyone. And we may add that it's 84 million US dollars. Oh, what did I, did I say something? No, you didn't say any currency. Ah, yeah, 84 million sausages, as my math teacher in fifth grade always said. 84 million what, Christian? 84 million what at the unit? So um, Munich, moving on to Munich, Marvel Fusion gets 35 million euros to accelerate the rollout of Made in Europe Clean Energy. And um, then we have a company that wants to bring new work models into the world of customer services. They are called Yumday, Y-O-U-M-M-D-A-Y. They uh, landed 30 million euros um, for that. We have the health startup Climedo, C-L-I-M-E-D-O, which picked up a 5 million euros funding boost that's like a nice little amount that sounds healthy for growth and uh, as we said we are a podcast for other german language countries as well moving on to austria and switzerland is your job why do you always surprise me like that christian uh, by the way do, 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 do you want to disclose the name of the teacher that uh, traumatized you so much in the fifth class Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, 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 Herr Benedict. Herr Benedict was that. Mr. Benedict, yeah. Hmm. Talking about Austria here. Pretty pretty hard cut, right? Um, Austria. Go student. The tutoring unicorn from Vienna buys two companies, Seneca Learning and TUS Media Group, after buying Fox Education already in September 2021, all to extend their product offering. And Firstbird, one of Vienna's first HR tech startups exits to a US-based company. There is some Switzerland news. Swiss-based Russian Elon Musk builds a cargo drone with a speed of 19,000 kilometers per hour called Jungfrau. Chris, what is this in miles per hour? Such a drone would make transatlantic freight delivery much faster and cheaper, but could also have military applications. This is not a perfect example since a drone would need time to speed up and slow down, but if it would fly all time at maximum speed, the drone could deliver parcels from Frankfurt to New York City in 20 minutes. That is that is fast, right? That sounds dubious, but sure. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting already what you're going to send me. <laughs> I'm also pretty confident it will not classify as green and sustainable transportation. Talking a little bit about the bigger guys, UBS, Union Bank of Switzerland, they have brokered 300 million Swiss francs in investment in Swiss startups so far. And then Revival Healthcare Capital, 415 Capital, and existing investors invest 90 million US dollars in Lausanne, Swiss-based Distal motion for the development of the robot surgeon. 
Let's do a little bit general news company section. Fintech, today apparently we're very heavily leaning towards you as banks. But first, Crypto.com was for a month aggressively marketing to German clients, apparently without having the proper license. JP Morgan plans to enter for the first time retail banking in Germany with a robo-advisor based on their recently acquired Nutmeg platform. And another US player, not a bank. After one and a half years, Vanguard Invest started the pilot phase of its robo-advisor based in Berlin, reports German startup blog. On February 22nd, they sent us an email that they are live now, so today. They want to price the total offer at 0.8% fees, which is very low compared to others in asset management in Germany. And of course, you can learn more in a German article combined with an interview from the German CEO. Um, I would just like to add that Vanguard was the first company that made ETFs uh, popular, but they're... Uh, in, uh, index funds popular, but they're not necessarily ETFs, so they're not traded on a stock exchange. You always have to deal directly with Vanguard or one of the people hired by them or companies. Chris, you got some very, very few selected fundraisings, right? Yeah, just uh, just some of the highlights. Um, we see the, for example, the private equity fund Carlyle and PayPal invest 100 million US dollars in the Germany-based e-commerce software company Shopware. We see that Berlin's MAID, M-A-Y-D, gets paid 30 million euros in a Series E round where uh, lights, in which Lightspeed leads the parade. And we learned about the health tech startup Ada Health uh, closing a Series B round at over 105 million euros to accelerate their growth. Kozuno bringing in $30 million to digitize the construction industry. And we see that Eight Roads Ventures, Pitten Capital, Kingsway, and Pico Venture Partners invest together with US astronaut Thomas Stafford in the MedTech Patient 21, a former Auto One manager, uh, and 110 million euros. And we see BioNTech and railway operator Deutsche Bahn investing 100 million US dollars in a Tunisia-based AI startup called InstaDeep. Um, some HR announcements we found interesting. Binance snapped eToro CEO for Germany and is now rumored to apply for a crypto custody license in Germany. And we see that the former head of development for Audi and Volvo, Peter Mertens, joined Munich-based mobility startup DeepDrive. And now coming to like your favorite joke of the show, which I don't know if I appreciate, but yeah, I'm also not strong enough to fight it. Go ahead, go ahead. Togetherness or so. First, Amor Lee was once a shooting star of the Berlin startup scene. They had a female co-founder uh, who understood to make the online sex shop really classy. First, they were sold to Pro7Sat1, a TV station group in Germany, very active in the German startup scene. Then they were sold in October last year to Dutch EQOM group. Now there is bad news. According to recent press report, approximately 30% of the headcount 
will be cut by the new owner and a new take on quick delivery. There, This is a new one. Finnish quick delivery startup Walt, W-O-L-T, broadens its delivery to include sex toys to be delivered within 35 minutes in Hamburg. I found this pretty interesting. 35 minutes. That's some speed. Other news. Bird.com, meaning not the company, nothing. It's just the URL. Bird.com was sold for 2.5 million US dollars. Um, Message Bird actually outbid micro mobility company Bird, uh, reports TechAU. Crazy how much people spend on a simple URL. And we have another interesting article how Svedi. Z-E-W-D-I, Berlin's first black-owned travel agency, highlights black German history from Travel Noir. Biotech billionaire and SAP co-founder Dietmar Hopp digs deeper to back one of the drug developers in his portfolio, meaning he has been a billionaire before, but he's one of the very big and serious biotech investors here in Germany, including, for example, CureVac. Um, then one more news for me, German deep tech Vara is on track to accelerate breast cancer screening. Chris, you got some more news to close up the, the news today, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, we nearly we nearly made it through, but Home24 surprises the markets with stagnating revenues and dumped its forecast. Uh, takeover of uh, the brick and mortar retailer should be completed in uh, the second quarter of 2022. And we have something about Tiger Global, which are normally headquartered here in New York City. But since they are a large investor in the German-speaking startup scene, uh, we thought that we'd also mention them. They raised 11 billion US dollars for a new venture fund exceeding their target. Some more information can about that can also be found in our show notes, um, linking to the information. Um, that is it on the news front. To stay ahead of the curve, we have some, an interesting article about following the money in the air taxi craze, which, I don't know, it seems kind of like collateral damage of the pandemic for now and just seems as if it's not the right time for air taxis. But what do I know? It was always a pleasure talking to you. Have a good day and talk to you soon. Bye-bye from New York. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Thank you for staying with us to the end. We would like to thank the sponsor of this episode, Vinovest. They enable you with a global network, master sommeliers and quantitative models to find and invest in the best wine. You can decide what to do with every single bottle, which also includes getting them delivered home to enjoy it with friends and family. To learn more, just click the link in the description below.